All right. So yeah, this is my new studio. I hope you like it. Um, my 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 wonderful wife uh, put it together for me today. This was my surprise when I got home this afternoon, and uh, she said, "I can't wait to show you." She's like, "Come in here." So believe it or not. This is the only episode I'm going to say this, so going forward, if you're tuning in, um, you're not going to know this, but I'm in my master bedroom closet right now. Wow. And she created a corner of the closet, completely cleared it out, and uh, all of this uh, Superman stuff that you see in the background is stuff that I've collected over the years, and so she went ahead and put it up and created me a little nook. And so, uh, if I turned my camera even slightly, you would see, uh, clothes hanging up and, uh, some shoes on the wall. And, uh, but from this angle, it's, uh, it's perfect. And this is a perfect location too, because it absorbs all the sound. So the sound is really good. Yeah. But yeah. That's really cool. There we go. <laughs> I just realized the reason I had this camera, uh, different. So I'm just going to do that. So there you go. So if you're a if you're a true fan of the show and you listen to every episode, you are the only ones that will know this secret going forward. It will not be revealed. I mean, it, it might be revealed a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Whoa! I hit my microphone. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, my my mic arm is squeaky. So I know the feeling. Uh oh. It's just, some WD-40 for that thing. It just always has been. Well, <laughs> welcome to another episode of They Didn't Ask Us. I am Jay, and with me, with, with me? With me, of course. Uh, with me, of course, is uh, Raisin Bran Crunch. You know, I've been called worse, so I'll take it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things you can rely on, but every now and then, throw something in there that catches you off guard. Is it a raisin? Is it a fly? You already ate it. It doesn't matter. It's protein either way. Raisins have protein. Has my entire life been? I don't know. Has I my just, entire I... life been a lie? Just, just run with it. It's. Do I look like I run with anything? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. it hurts because it's true. <laughs> so anyway, back you know, to. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got um, a review today with Shang Chi mm-hmm. and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm very excited to be reviewing yeah. this. I'm uh, another MCU movie, mm-hmm. one that was released simultaneously si- si- at the same time with Disney Plus and theatrical release. 2021 stars a guy. Yeah, that's a you. You try it first, and I'll see how you do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 only thing I know about this guy is he is in a Canadian show called Kim's Convenience. Really. And it's about a Korean family that owns, their last name is Kim, and they own a convenience store. Hmm. And uh, it's hilarious. I've heard good things. It's on Netflix, and the first, I don't know how many seasons they're up to now, but I will say the first three seasons are fantastic. I didn't really enjoy it after that. 
But um, the father actually was in the newest season of Mandalorian. Hmm. Odd. Yeah. He was one of the uh, rogue squadron people. Okay. 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 Yeah. I feel like that's often how shows like that go with the three seasons of like, we only have so much stuff planned out because we don't think we're actually going to be that yes. good. Not that we don't think we're going to be that good, but like we went in, we brainstormed enough ideas. We're like, uh, what do we, what do we do now? We weren't expecting to be here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They walk into the, to the, the room with the long table and they're like, so does anybody else have any ideas? Because we've used them all. <laughs> and then it's that meme where they throw the guy out the window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what if we did a reboot and then that person gets thrown out? That's, yeah. And then they do the reboot anyway. Yeah, right. And that guy goes and works for Netflix. I mean, yeah. Aww, poor Netflix. They 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 win some, they lose a lot. Did I did I ever tell you what's in? So I'm in one of our upstairs bedrooms right now, and then we have up up here with me. There's a, a full bath and then another bedroom. And in the other bedroom, I was scrounging for something Meg wanted me to look for. And did I ever tell you what I found in there? The Netflix staff? Then no. I found a Netflix in-sleeve DVD of Howl's Moving Castle. What? And I looked at it, That's, and I was just like, this is It's like finding hilarious. a dinosaur fossil. So I don't know that I should... I mean, at, at this point, they would have had to pay for... It was charged to whatever account that it was rented from, but... I mean, that's what Netflix was when it was introduced to us. It was like, hey... What if you rented your movies through us and not Blockbuster? And man, R.I.P. Blockbuster. Ah, uh, yeah, poor Blockbuster. Uh, that did not age well. Yeah. You know, speaking of rentals, Redbox, which is still a thing. Somehow. Somehow. And um, I remember in college, I had some great roommates, and uh, we are all still very close friends. And um, one of my roommates, I won't name names, but... Um, he w- was from Woodbury, and um, <laughs> the the reason that's funny to me is because I know Jay's roommates, <laughs> and uh, and then the four people that live in Woodbury now know who I'm talking about Fair. too. Uh, I love you. Don't don't take that personally, uh, or do I don't care. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> so he rented uh, a video game from Redbox, which was a thing at one point and he rented uh they they tried to remake goldeneye do you remember this i remember that because it was uh rogue agent yes wasn't it yeah yep and so uh i remember playing that game and um you know a week went by he didn't return it another week went by he still didn't return it (laughs) two more weeks went by it's still there and after 30 days, you own whatever it That's is. It's charged to the that account you took from the red box. No. And um, he moved out. We moved out. He didn't take it with him. And so I still have it. <laughs> That's really funny. For the Xbox 360. Man. <laughs> That's. Whew. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, love my roommates. So. Speaking of um, earlier, there was a better segue with Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Uh, Rogue Squadron has been um, postponed indefinitely. Man. Darn. I, I'll be honest with you. You said that. I thought it was a reboot of the game. Is it a show? It's a movie. A what? 
Yeah, I know. I thought the same thing because I remember the video game yeah. in 64 and uh, it was awesome. Yeah. I, but mm. uh, yeah, they were going to make a movie. Um, I, f- I can't even remember who was going to direct it because I remember they named the director and immediately I didn't care. <laughs> That's not what you want. That's and not what you want at I all. I was like, that person has no record of any good movies. See, now and, you, now you um, have my attention, though. I just didn't care. And uh, and so now it's been postponed indefinitely, and it's been all over Twitter. And, of course, my reaction has just been, so? <laughs> and and your oh, point is? It was Patty Jenkins. Oh, yeah. She did Wonder Woman. But... But Wonder Woman and what has and she done? Star Wars, Star Wars, Top Gun are two inherently different movies. Yeah. Oh, and it was supposed to be written by the Game of Thrones guys. That's gonna go well. Yeah. Yeah. I I want that to be a good movie. I just don't expect it will. No, it won't. And and now we probably won't see it, which is fine with me. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. So that's the first bit of news uh, that we have to talk about today. We also have. A whole bit of Spider-Man Far From Home news. You know, Some I actually, have I don't happened. know. So John and I have like a, a, a document in the cloud and we can go in and we can edit it if we want to. And so I put on here Spider-Man news because I'm like, do we want to talk about it or do we want people to be surprised? I think we could talk about the non-spoiler things. And then if people want to dig, they can, because now obviously they know spoiler things exist. Is there is there non-spoiler things? The poster exists. I feel like that's well, a non-spoiler thing. That's true. That's true. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And the trailer exists. We we watched The Eternals yesterday for our Tuesday night movie, and yeah. um, Far From Home was one of the trailers, because obviously, and yeah. yeah. And um, one of the people, so, I mean, obviously the four of us will have watched that trailer multiple times by now. Um, But one of the Mm -hmm. people next to me, she was sitting there and she was still like geeking out a little bit to the point that I was like, you have seen this trailer before, right? And she was like, yeah, but I'm still excited. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm I'm getting more hyped for this movie. Yeah, I am uh, cautiously optimistic. This poster is lame, though. The poster is lame. Thank you. I'm glad you're not. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only person that thought that. It was released, and I seriously thought that somebody just like photoshopped it together yeah. and and posted it. I thought so. One of the one of the Twitter accounts that I've started paying much heavier attention to is a guy who like this is his whole thing. I think it's like the Cosmic Wonder Warren. So he's Warren for the Cosmic Wonder page. And if you don't follow his stuff and you care to, um, like this comic book stuff, his page is incredible. Um, hmm. But he, I thought it was a fan mock-up that he shared of like, wouldn't it be cool if this was the poster? And then it was the poster. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I've seen uh, fan-made posters that are a lot better yeah. than the actual poster. Which, Sony. Yeah. Um, so, I guess another little bit of news that's definitely not spoiler. Um, but Tom Holland, uh, who plays the current Spider-Man in the MCU. I did see an interview with him the other day that he has talked to Sony directly and um, how he has talked to them about bringing the MCU Spider-Man into the Sony universe and how they could do that. Interesting. Yes. Because if you watched Venom or heard us talk about Venom, 
you know that they just brought Venom to the Marvel Universe. Allegedly. I mean, I, I would assume that's the expectation. Yeah. It's... I wonder if the if he if if Tom Holland had like a Marvel handler with his meeting in his meetings with Sony, just like there are things we know that you know that we don't want Sony to know. Just like hey, stop that! Don't don't <laughs> say that. You know, because I'm sure like big yeah. big picture, they're all they're already planning the next Avengers level event. And I mean, I would think so. I would expect Spider Man to one degree or another is going to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much Marvel would want Sony to be a part of that. Yeah, good point. So I wonder if he had just like a like a guy with a stick and just like poked him. It was like stop it stop and if he doesn't can i have that job <laughs> can i just go to press conferences with tom holland and be like stop hey stop stop it shh shh no so anyway back to your question uh uh no we're not allowed to no 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 tom's, tom's so <laughs> so what is it it's this it's like december 18th or so it, it comes out before christmas it's, yeah i think i think you're right the 18th i hope i saw the trailer for it yesterday i should know that I know in other parts of the world they've delayed it. That's not inherently and, surprising. And they're pretty uh, fans are pretty upset. I wonder if that could be a, a censorship type thing though, because when I was reading hmm. back about the Eternals last night, mm. that yeah. was one thing that it was different areas of the world get different cuts of the movie because of things societally that they don't like wherever it is. And I'm just mm. like, oh, whatever. Right. Like, the journalist in me abhors censorship at all levels, but like. What do you do? So, like, for example, like China. China is usually a big one. I don't think it's releasing They'll in China change. at all. Oh, really? Okay. Neither did Shang Chi. Ah, I don't. Th- okay. I don't think. At least from from yeah. the the way I read it, both the director of Eternals and the star of Shang Chi both have like interesting pasts with the Chinese government. I feel like is one way to put that. Yeah. So. So basically, they're not scared to make him upset. With my very limited understanding, I agree. Okay. All right. Well, so let's do the spoiler stuff. Okay. Um, so if you're listening to this uh, audio, then you basically just skip ahead about five minutes. We'll try to keep this five minutes or shorter. So some huge leaks, picture leaks, showing Matthew Murdoch with Peter. Oh, that's, that's so fun to hear that. Which is a huge... I mean, people already were thinking that that was going to happen. So it was just nice to have that confirmed. Yeah. And then a photo of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, all three of them standing together in their, uh, suits suits from that movie, from their, from their movie, from their movie. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's some pretty big reveals right there. It is, but at the same time, it also isn't. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's been ever since it became a, a multiverse level event. It definitely had that like Spider-Man. If far, no way home. They all have home in them, and it throws me off. Um, no <laughs> way home definitely had this feel of like they're gonna do something big because the previous two Spider-Man movies had been really good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And without Chris Evans, without Robert Downey Jr., he's the star. And I mean, again, mm-hmm. unfortunately, without Chadwick Boseman, which was, oh, was awful. Yeah. Um. But he's he is the leading man of the MCU, in my opinion, at least from a from a canon most important character standpoint. Mm-hmm. They had to go big because I mean, Black Widow was a was a miss. Um. Chang Chi, which we'll talk about later, was it was a different movie, um, somewhat unrelated, 
to the others. I like kind of the ties in, but again, we'll talk about that later. Um, and then Eternals exists somewhat separately from everything else as well. So, I mean, they have to go big and it has to hit. Yep. They have to hit big or Spider-Man go home. I mean, no, no way, no way home. Also, while we're talking spoilers, I want to see if you had, if you caught this or not. Did you yep. find out or see somewhere the reason that Spider-Man wears the black and gold suit? I did see that. That's the dumbest thing. I th- I agree. I thought the same thing. I thought that's a that's a very lame reason. Yeah. To have a black and gold suit. It's just and for those of you who haven't seen it and are still listening to spoilers, he gets a stain on the red and black suit and he just reverses he just flips it inside out. He goes, "Yeah, this'll work." <laughs> yeah, lamest lame. excuse for for a a, a a new suit ever. Which he uh, he'll probably get a new suit, I would think, by the end of the movie. Uh, that's hopefully not just inside out. Yeah, well, I mean, the Funkos that have released, he has like there are like three different suits with Funko Pops already confirmed for release and everything. So I feel like Funkos are the new Legos in mm. which like they're gonna spoil, they spoil. something. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even then, you would see um, later in like the 2010s mcu they would release lego sets that weren't relevant to anything yeah they were like yeah we're just gonna see what people think this is gonna mean and then we won't do mm-hmm. anything about it i thought that was really cool yeah just fight the spoilers yeah. that way yeah i i agree all right well if you're just tuning back in uh you missed the spoilers so good job you um you probably want to between now and december you're going to have to work very hard to not see a spoiler because most of the spoilers I've seen, I was not looking for it. hundred percent. I just happened to be scrolling through something and then boom, there it is. So yeah. Whoop. There it is. (laughs) I had gone probably a a couple of weeks without thinking about that song and it's just, (laughs) nope. And then you saw the Geico commercial. Yeah. The Geico commercial. So good though. One of the best ones they've made. So, uh, Supergirl, the series has ended. All right, moving on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That shouldn't be funny. I, the only thing, the only way that I knew Supergirl was ending, because I never watched it, um, was when I watched Fandom a couple of weeks ago. They had a really, really Uh, extensive cast roundtable of, like, your favorite thing that happened or something you'll never forget about the show. And I was like, stuff like that is so cool, but I still don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go back and watch it. No, uh, I watched maybe the first two seasons, I think, uh, just because she was introduced on the flash crossover event. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Uh, and, uh, but then I very quickly didn't care anymore. Yeah. So that was kind of sad, a little disappointing, I guess. Yeah. Um, so this, this also caught my eye too. Uh, John, I wasn't sure if you'd seen this, but early reviews, um, of the Batman starring Robert Pattinson, oh, who we've been referring to as I thought you were going to go Pattinson. for it. That's why I went for the finger gun. Oh, I thought you were going to hey. Pattinson. Uh, we've been calling him Battinson. It's anyway. It's, on the nose. it's um reviews. Early reviews are not promising. Uh, one person said, "Quote: Batman might be worse than the criminals he's trying to stop." Okay. So I don't know what that means. Um, but uh, I'm still excited. Yeah. No, I'm I'm still gonna see it. Um. Yeah. I'm not. I'll confess. I'm not ultimately familiar with the 
year one plot in the sense that all I've watched mm-hmm. is the movie. Like I haven't even read it. Um, yeah. but the, the Matt Reeves Batman movie is supposed to essentially be year two, right? Maybe. Cause it's, it's early. In, it's early in his it tenure. Is, I don't think it's, yes. I don't think it's zero year, um, because no, he's a known I, commodity. I think it's, they know who he is. I just think he's still trying to still kind of learning the ropes. Yeah. Still trying to learn how to throw that batarang. Hasn't quite gotten it down. But he's close. Well, I mean, it's very karmic throwing a batarang because you know what goes around comes around. That's usually <laughs> that's that's usually how boomerangs yes, work. So yes, <laughs> um, but I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I I saw one of the one of the members of the Eternals. I think has been was cast in in the movie. Some I don't maybe I don't know, and no one knows what role he is. And it was really hmm. weird because watching the Eternals. I was like, this dude looks like he look just looks like a bigger Ezra Miller, and I was like, yeah. well, I mean, they already have like they already have the Flash, so who do they need? But the rumors are that he might be the Mad Hatter, which would be a very interesting combo with the Riddler. It would, yeah. In fact, wasn't the Arkham uh, City wasn't the Riddler and the Hatter? Weren't they kind of doing the same thing together? <sighs> they were. They both like, had. They of? both had like recurring side missions yeah um and it was kind of puzzles kind of not um but i at least for the mad hatter stuff you didn't have to collect the obnoxious little trophies yes oh my god i'm never gonna 100 percent arkham city because there's at least one riddler trophy that i was like no i can't do i'm physically incapable of getting this yeah arkham city or arkham knight uh city i no, I, I have Knight. City, I just kind of stopped. <laughs> Arkham City, I actually completed the Riddler trophies. Really? I did, yeah. I'm impressed. For those, There's of, an extra little bonus mission if you do it. For those of you who have played Arkham City and you know how dumb some of those challenges are, round of applause. I'm, I'm hesitant to clap too loud because my hands are right next to my microphone, but like, round of applause. <laughs> I know, and some of them you, you do kind of question, like, when did you have time to build this? You you truly are insane if you took the time to construct this stupid underground something or another, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I get that for sure, but I question my sanity for trying to get it, as opposed yeah, to not how I got true. there. that's true. We still did it, didn't we? Who's the fool? Well, you did, I tried. I, I, so I am more of a fool, is what you're saying. I didn't mean to, I apologize. I'm, I'm stubborn, is what it is. Fair. Um, so, speaking of, that, that was actually a really good segue, um, the sequel to The Arkham Knight, um, has more or less been confirmed. They've, they've talked about it, um, for several years now, they've been talking about a sequel to Arkham Knight, and it's kind of sort of been confirmed and has a title called Gotham Knight. And you can see concept art up online and it shows Batman with a beard. Be- be- and, beard, um, I believe is a... Be- <laughs> Batbeard. Beard, beard, beard. Yeah. Anyway, he looks awesome. And um, I, for one, would love to have a sequel to that game. I didn't know. So I pulled up Wikipedia because this is the first that I've heard of of a sequel to Arkham Knight. Um, the new Suicide Squad game, Kill the Justice League, is a continuation in the Arkham Knight series. Oh, Learned very that nice. This exact second. Um, let me scroll, scroll, scroll. 
Don't read the plot because I haven't finished the game. I don't know that this says anything about a sequel. Um, Would you be down for a sequel, though? Potentially, but is that not... Is, is Gotham Knights not the spiritual sequel to the Arkham games? When it's essentially Arkham, but with the sidekicks? Yes and no. I mean, it's not an official sequel because it takes place in a different universe. Right. Where, yes, Batman has died, but not due to, you know, things. I still don't know that I believe that, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I don't I either. feel like that's that's but... the first big DLC, is Bruce was found, save him. Mm. But yeah, I could see that. We have probably eight months to talk about that game. But yeah, so. um... Oh, oh, Jay froze. Yes, I mean, I'm Various. still pumped about that game. Oh, oh, oh. You had stopped for a minute, and it was just like... Um... I mean, I, I am very excited for Arkham Knights. Um, or Knights? What is it? It's Gotham, Gotham Knights. Knights. Yeah, so it's like the same title as this this rumored sequel, which is the other thing that caught my attention. Yeah. So it, it does kind of make me wonder, maybe they did take that concept. You know, they were like, hey, we could make a direct sequel to this game, or we could just kind of put... You know, just kind of say, hey, this is in a different universe, you know, and, and not the, have it be exactly the same. The links that I'm pulling up when I just Google it and I don't do Wikipedia are showing it as a as a canceled Arkham Knight sequel. The concept art okay. got released. Oh, okay. So, it, so it it's was, essentially a... It was planned could have canceled. Been. Yeah. What could have been. Gotcha. Man, I want it to happen. I would love to play as an old man Bruce Wayne. I mean, would that not be an introductory mission to a Batman Beyond game? Yes. Like the which like I would also be okay the with the premiere of the series. There's not enough Batman Beyond content in the world. Um, I'll beat that drum all day. Big yes. big Batman Beyond fan. This guy. This guy. Um so that's it for the news as far as that what is... I've got. John, do you um um, you got anything else? I want to say... Got a lot of video game releases coming up soon. Uh, Call of Duty just came out. The big... Uh, Vanguard? Warzone integration is the first week of December. And I feel like a lot of people are just kind of like biding their time until... Because I didn't get it. I didn't get Vanguard. Um, but a lot of people are just kind of biding their time until the, the integration with Warzone. Because that integration is also going to bring anti-cheat into, into the Battle Royale game. At least from a huh. PC perspective. So it should, in theory, cut down on the amount of like cheaters and hackers and exploiters. Those things that have like ruined a free-to-play game because yeah. people have no. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rabbit hole there. That's a conversation for a different time. Um, so it's essentially just kind of like wondering how the game's gonna go. I have seen very mixed reviews, but it's the mixed reviews of the 2020s, in the sense that if people love it they love it and if they mm -hmm. hate it they hate it <laughs> loathe and there, there are very few like middle of the road like the, the pros and cons you know there are some things i would do differently like i haven't seen any of those people <laughs> either love it or hate nope. it oh man in classic 2020 fashion yeah, not a not a fan of that but um Let's see, we're about two weeks out from Hawkeye. I yes, think we, we are. We just got a new poster for that, and it's very much in the style of the Matt Fraction um, comic issue from the 2010s, I believe. So yep. I've gone on the record previously of saying I love the Matt Fraction Hawkeye, and I, I, I'm really excited for Halo Infinite. I'm really excited 
for No Way Home. I'm the most excited for Hawkeye. It's not close. Okay. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Because it's okay. it's rumored, expected, by expected, I mean I expect it, to be one of those holiday rewatch every year type of things. Because the huh. holiday season is an integral part of the environment of the show, if not a, a motivator or a plot point. So it's very much kind of like Die Hard or like Home Alone in that sense of where like the holidays are relevant. So they make it more topical a certain time of year, but you can watch it whenever you want, obviously. So I'm picking up that you're not excited about the new Home Alone that's premiering on Disney Plus. I it's not so much that I'm not excited. Well, it will have premiered by the time this episode comes out, Um, but it's just not my thing. Like, I've talked a lot of uh, crap, if you will, about reboots and remakes, and no one makes original content anymore. I feel like that's a somewhat common complaint most people who consume as much content as we do have had. So, I'm not gonna say why would they make it. I'm gonna probably watch it at some point. It seems like one of those, you know, safe to watch with the family type of events. And then I'll just, uh, uh. <laughs> it, 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 it's yeah. a thing. I'm fine that it, if it, if it gets kids these days, which, ugh, um, that phrase, kids I've become that person. Days. If it get well, if it gets <laughs> kids these days being like, Oh, what do you mean? There were other home alone movies. Like, well, let me, let me edumacate you on these movies of my childhood. And then you show, let me show you the good one <laughs> Two, the good ones. There <laughs> that are, too, that's right. There are You're two yes. home alone movies. That is my uh, that is my head canon. You cannot convince me otherwise. There are exclusively one, two Home Alone movies, and one of those two features a former president. It's true, as a, as a stipulation for using his uh, hotel, if that narrows yeah. it down as to which former president it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, goodness. Well, what have you been up to here lately? What have you been doing? Honestly, not really a whole lot. Um, it's been, you know, winding down the regular season for Nashville SC. They made mm. the playoffs. Um, so the first home playoff game is the week of Thanksgiving. It's a Tuesday night. I'll be honest with you. Not thrilled. Um, I haven't really been playing a whole lot, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. A little bit of a little bit of Call of Duty every now and then, but it's just kind of a... I'm in a weird spot gaming-wise, because everything just feels burned out hmm. i uh I, I do feel you there um you know i haven't played anything new in a while um in fact i've kind of taken this opportunity with uh the shortage of consoles and gaming cards and all that other jazz i've taken this opportunity to say you know what there's a lot of old games that I never played, Absolutely. and so I'm taking the uh, sh- uh, good prices, taking that opportunity to purchase some of them, and uh, one of the ones that I started playing was Halo Five. Don't with and with with the utmost respect, I never touched Halo Five, and I want to. So overall opinion, yes. Spoilers, no. Please, even though it's an old so game. F- so far, I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's, uh, you know, I, I mean, it really is just your classic Halo campaign. Um, the multiplayer is pretty basic, yeah. you know, and um, 
but I have enjoyed the campaign, and it's different. You kind of jump from to many different characters. Oh. So you you don't just play as Master Chief. You play. I mean, you do play as him some, and then you're. But you actually get to play as other Spartans. Interesting. So it's um. I kind of enjoy that, and in a way, the way that you're playing it, and the like, they all have different fighting styles too. So I feel like a lot of the Halo Infinite that's coming out soon, I think, may have taken some influence from right. that because you're going to be making your own character and you know giving it its own fighting style and that kind of yeah. thing. So in that respect, it's similar. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm I've thought about you know it's funny we were talking about Batman in the Arkham games. Um, I noticed you can get all three of them uh-huh. in a package deal for like. 30 bucks. If you if so, you give it if you're super patient about it, you can get them yeah. cheaper than that. Like okay. Return to Arkham and the Ezio collection both go on sale with I would say a decent frequency. Okay. Because I mean, well, I'll hold off what on are that. What are they going to do? The- like those games are like over a decade old at this point. Like the people who have them are going to have them. So there's not a whole lot of profit margin in like uh, give it 50% off for a week. We don't care. Yeah. So I would I would hold out on them for sure because they'll, okay. they'll yeah, get cheap. I'll, I'll do that. They're worth the $30. Yeah, That's that. not what I'm saying. But <laughs> but if you can hold off, you can get them when a you little can, cheaper. When you're, when you're pinching the nickel so the buffalo farts, you got to do what you can. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, guys, if you want to reach out to us and uh, talk to us about, uh, you know, Anything that we've talked about so far that maybe you disagree with or you want to have your opinion heard, um, you can reach out to us. You can go to our website, they didn't ask us pod.com. There you can listen to our episodes. You can see a bio about John and myself. And then you can also, there's a, a, a place down at the bottom that you can reach out to us and talk to us um, about any questions or concerns you might have about the show. Um, you can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash they didn't ask us. You can email us, they didn't ask us at gmail.com. We also now have a Twitter, which is tdow underscore pod t-d-a-u underscore pod and uh john is kind of the um the, the brain trust behind that yes but, and again I've, I've talked about this before i try very hard to not have it be a pure reflection of like this is the pod account but it's what john thinks so i i try to make that effort um and i mean we try to post the same levels of content across um at least the twitter and the facebook so i've started recording um our recordings which is kind of meta in that sense um to try to get some video content going i had some issues on my end with that with the venom episode and i was very upset at myself but i i'm excited to try to try to branch out a little bit in this just try to see what other pods are doing and try to follow where where they succeed yeah it's a it's a good thought and uh so far i think it's doing really well and uh this has been, I think so far, this has been probably our best season uh, as far as I feel like we finally know what we're doing. <laughs> it's one of... The... It took us It took us a little bit, but... <laughs> well, I mean, you always... That's I, I saw on Twitter one of my friends earlier today, he said, try to get whatever you do, get 1% better every day. There you go. And yeah. eventually that becomes mathematically impossible, but then it's a whole other theory of you know, constant improvement. Can you ever reach a hundred percent? It's a different 
philosophy. But the always there's always room for improvement. There are always things we can get better at. So I do agree with you in the sense that I think this is trending to be our best season from a production standpoint. But the more we learn, the better we are. And we always learn. Yeah. So so we get one percent better with every episode we record. <laughs> I'm I'm content with that. <laughs> so we're up to uh oh. math. <laughs> It's going to take us a minute to get to the the meme. We're not going to get over 9,000. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what a, what a so, niche reference. Yes. So today, what we're going to be reviewing is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which was released earlier this year mm-hmm. uh, over the summer. Wasn't it like July? I think it was... August or September. I have the the wiki pulled up because every now it, and then I'm prepared. It had to be either late July or August or maybe even September because it, I do remember I didn't see it because I one was in the hospital and mm-hmm. two uh just once I got out I didn't feel like doing anything. Yeah. It it premiered in LA August 16th and its US release was September 3rd. Okay, cool. So it's definitely the the Labor Day blockbuster because that would be that weekend, right? Yeah, and it is now on Disney Plus. Woo woo! It was one of those. It, in fact, I think it's going to be the last Marvel movie that was re- released at the same time, both on Disney Plus and theatrical, and um, which that's no, I think no longer a thing, just because majority of theaters are open again. And people are willing to go back. So yeah. that's nice. And, um, yeah. So uh, it is on Disney Plus now if you want to watch it. And you have that streaming service, which they are releasing more and more all the time on there. So it's definitely becoming more worth it now to I think so. purchase that streaming service. Plus, I mean, and I've, I've said this since they announced it. I guess it would have been around this time last year. The Disney Plus bundle is the greatest bargain in entertainment right now. It really is. Yeah. With Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus. It's because it has the sports. And if you're a documentary person, even if you're not a sports person, the ESPN 30 for 30s are incredible. They are. But we are, we are tangenting, and this is not... Well, which math was that? Was that... It wasn't calculus. It wasn't geometry. Was it algebra? I don't math. I don't math. I'm I'm terrible at math. I understand statistics, and I can do statistics all day long. Yep. But when it comes to algebra and trigonometry and calculus and all that other stuff, I'm like, what? I understand geometry a little bit better. Yeah. No, I'm I'm like that as well. So, but, but Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Originally, I was saying, and I think most people said Shang Chi until I, I can't remember if it was a trailer or, um, I think they even just started announcing the name of the movie. They were saying Shang Chi. I don't remember, but I remember being like, I don't know how to say this, so I'm gonna like talk about it over text and not in person with anyone until I hear one way or another. <laughs> that's always a safe way to do it. That's that's my go-to, is just full safe all the time. So, um, if you haven't seen it, you probably want to skip, because when it comes to talking about or reviewing certain movies, 
all movies, all of our content in general, we are very spoiler heavy. So if you haven't seen the movie, I recommend pausing this episode now. Uh, Go watch it for yourself and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode. Uh, Tends to work out for people better that way because I know John and I, we're not much for spoilers. Um, I don't like having things spoiled for me before seeing it for myself. Um, but sometimes they're unavoidable and it just happens, but a lot of times they are avoidable. So if you don't want it spoiled, I don't blame you. Um, so I guess we should do a brief, um, summary of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find like an actual it's a decent summary. It's a pretty easy movie to summarize. Uh, it, so the movie starts out with a man in what we can assume is ancient, China, and he is a very powerful individual who has these 10 rings that he wears on his arms, five on one arm and five on the other, and these rings have powers. Um, the powers are not exactly explained, uh, but uh, just know that they can do a lot of damage, and a lot of times they're kind of used as like a, a whip I would say they're much more dynamic than I was expecting. Yes, it's it, it. They made it very clear later on that it's definitely up to the user how the rings are used. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. That's uh, I mean, it's true, and I don't know <laughs> that not, I have. A, I'm not wrong. No, you're not at all. <laughs> and I don't know that I have a better way to have said it, which is which is frustrating to me. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, so we find out that these rings give incredible power, but they also make you immortal. And uh, you're able to, to live very, very long. So this, this man lived thousands of years, and it wasn't until um, he found 1996. Love. It wasn't until he found love. Which is... it, took, it took that long for him to finally find a girlfriend. So you think you're tired of waiting for lo- true love. He, he waited thousands of I mean, years. It's not like he was just sitting around, though. He was, like, going around and conquering civilizations because he was immortal. Yeah. Like, he was doing his thing. It just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he definitely didn't have a time limit. Yeah, I mean. You know, it wasn't like he was like, oh, man, I, I, gotta, I gotta get married before I'm 12,000. <laughs> I would say same, but, you know, I already, I already did get married, so... Oh, good. I'm probably not making 12000 You know, I'm not going to close that door, but you, you never know. <laughs> and um, so he finally finds true love. And, and um, I don't know, this movie did a good job of setting things up because I, I don't... Um, but basically, uh, it fast forwards to this boy that we meet, this man named Sean, who uh, has a friend named Kate, Katie. Katie. But and, it, uh, it's Aquafina. You know, it, it's Aquafina. Aquafina very much feels like uh, like Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy or RDJ as Tony Stark. Where it's like they're playing themselves. It's uh, well, yeah, we'll get more into that later. Uh, I actually had an opinion on that, um, but we'll we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Um, and so, um, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, we he finds out that he's uh, related to this man and uh, his mom has died and he has a sister and they have been trained in the martial arts 
and uh, he's very good at what he does. And um, what he does is it's okay. <laughs> and it's um, like it's, it's you were leading into almost Wolverine there. Yeah, that, that's how I heard it. I'm sorry. <laughs> And, uh, uh, they go to a magical realm and, uh, yeah. And Sean eventually, uh, discuss, you know, reveals that his name is Shang Chi and, uh, he inherits these, uh, 10 rings and, uh, becomes the new hero. That's, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. There's, so it's the movie itself, I think is a little bit over two hours, um, including a little bit, yeah, whatever, they don't really do traditional opening credits. They just kind of do a title screen mm-hmm. and then obviously end credits, which we've sat through much, much more credits than we would have thought possible um, mm-hmm. about 15 years ago. But for Disney plus now has a feature where a little skip button skip comes to the up scene and you can skip to the end and watch oh, the final scene. <laughs> I understand the necessity of that, but as somebody who like, I watch credits because those people deserve it, and there's yes. a scene that's a, that's tricky for me. Um, but the the motivations of this movie are somewhat simple. It's mm-hmm. it's you know family conflict, siblings against dad, and then um, siblings against dad against otherworldly force, and the the good guys win. This... The good guys win. The uh, the good guy was a bad guy at one point, and the one that could be considered the bad guy becomes a good guy. Yeah, he, at the end. he has redemption there at the end. Yeah. So it's on the surface. It's a somewhat simple movie, but it's stunning. Mm-hmm. It I, really I is. I very much enjoyed the look of this movie. Yeah. Visually, it was very nice. Um, so things we liked, things we didn't like. What do you want to go to first? Um, I think start with things we didn't like and okay. then end with more things that we enjoyed and then kind of a look forward. Okay. So things we didn't like, John, go ahead. It's kind of simple. I don't, I understand. I my my one of my high school English teachers told me a frustratingly long time ago. Um, there are like seven basic plots in all of literature and storytelling. Everything boils back to one of seven plots, I believe is the total. So everything is going to be an offshoot of one of those. But even that, it still feels, eh, because eh. the, the action sequences are really cool and it's fun. You know, it's, it's nice when a super, not super powered cause he's, he just does Kung Fu. Um, he just does it really, really well. But like when the, when the hero has a normal friend, that's, that's fun. But I think that's really the only thing I can say I didn't like is that it's a little on the nose. Okay. A little on the nose. All right. Uh, for me, um, the thing that kind of stood out to me with this movie was um, things were laid out at exactly the right time yeah. and um, and worked out in a way that was like, well, that's convenient. Uh, for example, one of the ones that stood out to me the most was there was a scene where they were trying to get to this magical realm, uh, this uh, magical universe. And to get there, they had to go through this bamboo forest. Well, this bamboo forest was constantly changing. And um, it just so happened that there was a there was one particular evening that um, the path becomes absolutely clear and uh, is simple to follow. 
And it just so happens that um, uh, Shang-Chi and his sister uh, showed up to this compound that their evil dad was in. And uh, just so happened that they both had the same pendant that could be put into the dragon's face to reveal the map. And it just so happened that the dad knew exactly what night this map would be possible to use and that this clear path that that night for that clear clear path was coming up in just a couple days and then shang chi and his friends go to this magical realm before everybody else before the bad guys and they were able to do that just because they happened to find somebody who had a little creature from that realm that could tell them exactly basically a uh, magical gps and showed them exactly where to go And the path that opened up in the forest just happened to be the perfect size for their BMW to drive through. Um, that bothered me. (laughs) I, I noticed. (laughs) That, uh, but there, the thing is, is that there was a lot of stuff. That was just one, well, that was a few examples, but, but the thing is, is that literally everything I just told you happened exactly the way that i just told you in the movie like in that order of events yeah and so there was a lot of stuff like that and so that was just kind of frustrating yeah i think i think that's fair yeah because i mean if you if you go back and think like that probably happens in a lot of movies but it's not quite that many things that back to back and that obvious too like they could have made it a little more subtle um but it was pretty in your face type of thing so yeah. but um things you did like things i did like um it kills me to say it but i really enjoyed uh ben kingsley yes having very much not enjoyed his character in iron man 3 and i went into the movie not knowing he was in it so in the moment it's like a huh that's that, that's a nice surprise mhm for context, in case you aren't aware, somehow, um, in Iron Man 3, <laughs> Ben Kingsley plays the the Mandarin, uh, an Iron Man villain of some repute. Um, and in case you aren't aware, I'm going to leave it there. So he ends up in prison um, by Shang-Chi's dad. And then he becomes the, what's the, what's the little thing's name? Morris? Horus or Morris, Mor- something like that. Something like that. Um, He's essentially like the translator for the mystical city GPS that Jay was talking about. Um, I think they leaned into him a little too much, but maybe a little bit. On the whole, I feel like the like he adds more comic relief because by the time he comes into the movie, the Aquafina comic relief has kind of worn thin. So then you combine the two of them, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is an action comedy again. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, and I love that scene where he was explaining why he got into acting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the the Planet of the Apes. Yep, <laughs> that was good. And um, I uh, so you mentioned uh, Aquafina and how Aquafina kind of just plays herself, which in a lot of her roles that's true. This one I felt at the beginning she definitely did, but by the end I feel like she really her character changed quite a bit actually and i felt like she played something completely different so one of the things that you liked is is katie's character arc from beginning to end yes okay i liked the chemistry that her and shang chi had oh absolutely that was really good 
I think the thing about that that makes me so curious is so the it was a mid credit scene, right? It wasn't a traditional end credit scene. There were two, and the first one was um, where they're at the restaurant, and then Wong comes and yeah, that was so fun too. While that while was. I'm mentioning Wong, so when Chang Chi leaves San Francisco to go find his sister, um, his he finds that his sister runs a fight club essentially, and one of the people fighting is Wong from Doctor Strange, which is a cheat code. I don't know why you would let him fight. He's going to win. <laughs> um, but he, he comes up later in the mid credit scene and he gets uh, Shang-Chi and Katie and he takes them to, was it, it was Captain Marvel and Banner. Banner, yeah. No longer the Hulk. Hmm. 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 And um, so I'm kind of wondering what that sets the stage for because, I mean, the next Marvel movie after that was Eternals, which mild spoiler alert for you is largely self-contained um we saw it this past week and i don't believe jay has seen it yet i have not so it is i will say it is largely self-contained there are some reference there are other things but it doesn't tie into this and i don't expect it will tie into no way home i mean it could because wong and strange and those are characters from whatever but it could, I just don't expect it will. So the the bridge into what's next is always what the mid or post credit scene is, and that's what I'm intrigued by with this one. Is where does it go? You you look like you have an answer. I don't. Oh, dang it! <laughs> I have no answer. I was really hoping you did. I don't. I wish I did. Uh, I really do. Yeah, because they they look at the the rings and closely they look up at the rings and well okay so my first theory so i actually said this while we were watching it i said i bet those those rings are from uh wakanda and um uh my my oldest son was like why why would you say that and i said well the lady was going about their history and they were walking down that really extremely detailed wooden carved wall and the first thing she talked about was centuries ago but the buildings in the background were skyscrapers and so i thought oh i bet these rings are from wakanda Mm -hmm. Uh, but then at the end wong says they're not from wakanda they're not from they named several different things they're not we have no idea where these came from and then they look and there's like a beacon that's going off inside of them so something these rings are calling out to something which is very interesting it is and i mean it's exciting because it has to set it's setting the stage for something and kind of the not knowing is is refreshing because we just spent a decade of essentially knowing what was going to happen next yeah so I'm excited. I, I kind of hope it's something that they don't reveal for a while. I think the latest we'll hear about it is Comic-Con 2022. Okay. I think that's okay. the absolute latest. Yeah. Huh. Because, I mean, the rest of the Disney Plus Day announcements, they they teased, alluded to, showed footage of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I think whatever it is, is in is somehow in some type of production already. Hmm. Well, um, other things I liked about this movie... One thing I really enjoyed about this movie was it, for me, I felt like it was a true origin story movie. And we, we got a full origin story of this character. Yeah. And we really haven't had that since Doctor Strange. Um, of course, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today about it, and he said, well, there was Captain Marvel. And I was like, that movie sucked, though, so that doesn't count. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, at the same time, though, which characters have we been introduced to since Doctor Strange? Because, I mean, I think that's kind of where it where it comes back. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, I guess Black Panther. But Black Panther was introduced in Civil War, and Civil War was before Doctor Strange. I think. I'm not But 100%. even then, though, we haven't gotten an origin story. That's what I mean. We haven't had a, an origin story in a long time. Like, we had the origin story for Captain America. Mm-hmm. We had the origin story for Iron Man, mm-hmm. who is the very first one. We had an origin story for Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange. But really, I think that's it. Well, and I think part of it, too, is when it's a, a super well-known character, you can get away without doing the origin story. Like, when they did uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I think going into the movie, we were all a little antsy because, like, is this gonna be another origin story movie? Like, we just had two mm. of those. Yeah. We don't need another one. Right, So, yeah. if you can get away with it, if it's a if it's a known if the character is a known commodity, you can jump right into a plot. But, True. I can't speak for everyone. Obviously, I, I try my best to only ever speak for myself. I went into this movie knowing nothing about Shang-Chi other mm, than yeah. he does Kung Fu really, really, really well. So in that sense, we needed an origin story. Mm-hmm. We couldn't just like, all right, we're going to start and he's 28 and wildly successful. Like we couldn't, there's no base for that, or at least not for, for, mo- for most people, I would think. Yeah. Yep. So that was, uh, that was another reason why I really liked it. And it just, it, it f- I felt like it was just a good story. Um, the chemistry between all the characters was really good. Um, now, one thing we haven't mentioned is the very last end credit scene, which was he. somebody asked about his sister, and he said, well, she went back to the compound to shut it down. Nope. She did not shut it down. She did not shut that thing down. She is now the leader of the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. which is the the uh, gang, basically, that uh, the father had created. Excuse me. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I feel like, have they announced a sequel? They haven't. No. They actually, they haven't. Uh, which is interesting. Um, but I, I guess it's kind of, maybe they wanted to see how well it did first. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, I don't know what it did in the box office, but... Uh, four thirty. I know. I I really enjoyed it, and I hope they have another one. Yeah, it did. It was that gross or total profit? Box office was four hundred thirty million. I also like the way something. This sorry. This is a uh, something else that I just remembered that I really enjoyed was you know I mentioned that the the hero of the story was originally a villain because the dad trained Shang Chi to be an assassin. To be a killer and that's how he fought for a long time but then in this story he learns how his mother was able to defeat his father and basically he learned that he just needed to not be so aggressive in his fighting style and to be more of the um what's the right word um about patience yeah just being patient and waiting for the so that he can counter the person's moves and that that's sometimes the best way to fight react and so 
his his fighting style changes drastically in the last fight and you get to see that and that's part of the reason why he was then able to command the rings was because he was patient and was able to um counter the attacks from the rings and use the rings themselves so it was very interesting yeah so i mean good characters good chemistry good character development mm-hmm. um the setting was neat setting was neat it was it it just looked good like it was it was stylized don't get me wrong it's a kung fu movie in 2021 so there's there's an obvious level of stylization but like it worked the final boss was a dementor dragon <laughs> dang it it's upsetting because it's true expecto patronum ah wrong franchise for now disney will acquire them all (laughs) (laughs) Uh, can you imagine the year is 2027 and the newest (laughs) avenger is harry potter oh my gosh (laughs) oh my goodness that'd be uh that'd be a thing harry potter wolverine luke skywalker luke skywalker Uh, and who's the, who's the villain, the big bad they're trying to stop? It's Jafar. <laughs> That's really fun. I was going to say the, uh, Zerg and the Prospector from Toy Story 2. <laughs> I would watch that movie. I would unashamedly watch that movie. Oh, uh, wow. Well, yeah. So there we go. So I guess we should rate it. So on a scale of one to ten rings, um, That's so what would ominous. you... Um, that's a great scale. I would give it probably seven rings. Seven rings. Um, I'm going to give it, uh, I would give it about seven rings and one of Katie's arrows. So do you wait the arrow is worth more than a ring or is it like 7.1? It's like a half. Like a half. Okay. Because you can't really have half of a ring. It's, it would fall off. Yes. Okay. I, I so you. seven rings and one of Katie's arrows. I'm on board. Yep. Uh, overall, great movie. I think just as a as a watching experience and just enjoying it for what it is, it's easy to do that with this movie. It's the the small details in between everything that got to me. Yeah. Well, that that's fair. And it wasn't until after the movie was done that I thought about it more and was like, now wait a minute. <laughs> This seems very convenient. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Okay. So we give it uh so Yes, we we give it a, basically a 7. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah, worth a watch easily. Go see it. Yeah. You don't even have to go see it. You can watch it on Disney Plus. And it's um I think it was nice too because as far as the Marvel, the typical Marvel formula goes, it was a little bit different. So John, what are you looking forward to? And, uh, I mean, obviously you've named a few oh, things. Oh, yeah. I dropped... December, you're looking forward to quite I dropped a bit. most of the things I'm looking forward to. Um, Hawkeye, definitely. I would say it's an easy number one. Um, December 8th is Infinite. December 18th is um, Spider-Man. December 29th, sneaking up on us, is The Book of Boba Fett. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Which we've had a trailer for. And I'll be honest, low expectations. Not because I think it will be bad, just because I'm not interested. Mm. I would much rather have a between Clone Wars and Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett series as to what 
did he do to get the reputation he had? Um, but that's, yeah, I can, yeah, I don't know that that's in the I'm cards. with you on that one. Um, mm-hmm. so I'll still watch it. You know, it's a Star Wars gangster series. It looks like, and that has my attention. But yeah. I don't have the the. I'm not in the cult of Boba Fett, if you will, because he is a a mythic figure in the Star Wars fandom, and I just, eh, eh, yeah, he's cool, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if anything, I guess what I hope for, as far as the book of Boba Fett goes, I hope for um, just a series that just continues the reason on why he's such a legend, Yeah, you know? I, I hope that they just make him look completely B.A. Mm-hmm. the whole time. I tell you big picture, what I hope for is not a lot of fan service. Some, obviously, but Mandalorian Season 2 was exclusively fan service, and that wore me down yeah so yeah i can uh, I, I yeah that makes sense yay same question what are you looking forward to um i'm looking forward to eternals i know you've already mm-hmm. seen it but i haven't seen it yet and i'm i'm definitely looking forward to it um i uh, had a friend who reached out to me and said that they saw it um opening weekend and they said that it was really great um and uh had a lot of positive things to say about it so i'm um, feeling pretty good about it um i think i i mentioned earlier i'm a little worried about spider-man no way mm-hmm. home uh i'm excited about it but i'm like uh cautiously optimistic about it okay i um i'm scared that sony is just going to sony have their hands in it too much yeah. and that that scares me uh and then the other thing that i am super excited about uh is um stranger things season four or, as they say, Stranger Things 4 comes out this spring. Oh, I lost him. So super pumped about that. And John has frozen, which is not... Oh, he's there. There he is. I'm oh, and he froze Your again. video is paused. What the heck? Technology. Oh, well, I don't know what's going on. Oh, you're, you're back? Anyway, frozen? Stranger Things. Stranger Things 4, you can hear me? Yes. Okay, well that's that's what matters. I'm sorry you don't. When get to is see does it have a release face. date or is it just like spring next year? Spring. Okay. The vague of like it's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, the the whatever time period it in the in the past, whatever time whatever time of year it takes place in in the series in the in the season is usually the time frame that it is released on netflix so like the second season was released um in in the second season it's halloween and so that's when the second season released and the third season it was they were celebrating fourth of july so it came out in july and so in the newest trailer for season four it takes place during spring break and so the idea is is that it'll come out in spring and we'll it appears it's no longer going to take place in Hawkins. It will be well, I mean, in California. I say this having, again, don't don't judge me too hard, having never watched an episode of Stranger Things, I don't know that Hawkins is necessarily the spring break destination. Unless the people that you love are there. Well, then it's which not I a spring say break that. destination. It's just a place. It's a place. Like, it is a place. There, but like there I said, are, there are places. if the ones that you love are there then it does make it quite the destination and fans of the show know exactly what i'm talking about ah see i don't and now i feel left out uh-huh. ah now you need to that watch was it. rude but brilliant <laughs> so 
that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, what are you looking forward to? We want to hear from Absolutely. you. Uh, reach out to us. Let us know if there's something that you want us to review. If you have an idea, we actually have a bonus Monday in November. I don't know that. So I knew that. we're Darn going young. to have yeah. So we're going to have an extra episode. Um, so if you have an idea, what? What? Okay, sorry. I, I'm going to leave this in the recording, too, because I just think that this is interesting. Um, I'm pulling up a calendar. So my, my wife is currently not at the house. She wanted to get out, and she just sent me a picture. Okay. <laughs> so Bud Light has seltzers. Okay. Now, oh, the, if are, you're unaware. Did she find the holiday pack? She They're did. Weird. Apple crisp, maple pear, pumpkin spice, and toasted marshmallow. I saw those at the store the other day <laughs> and I remarked to Meg, I said, none of those sound any good because they yeah. have, they have a seasonal one and there's another hard seltzer brand company or whatever that has a different seasonal pack. I'm just like, these almost sound worse. <laughs> anyway, hard, yeah, hard mean, seltzer the... is definitely a conversation for, well, no, they apple crisp. I could see being good. Maple pear, maybe, but pumpkin spice and toasted marshmallow. That's a little, that's, that's a little weird. I feel like at some point it becomes, do they actually taste like what they say they taste like, or do they taste kind of around that? but still like can they taste like something else still be called that and then still be good because obviously yeah. someone had to approve it somewhere down the line so <laughs> yeah i mean you know ugh, that's a tune into our other podcast <laughs> they still didn't ask sipping us. bourbon with jay and john <laughs> where we talk about ridiculous alcohol and how horrible it tastes sometimes like the arby's vodkas yes oh my gosh i know that you saw that because you replied to me <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh man. I don't even want to I I don't want to talk about that because I don't want more people to know they exist. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode. We look forward to talking to you again in 2 weeks. Mm-hmm. But until then, nerd out. <laughs>